0: Previously on Unnecessary Side Project
1: Matt learned about the horrors of the Denver
0: airport And Joe faked the moon landing
1: Hi, I'm Axel And I'm Rose And this is Unnecessary Side Project Hello, Matthew Hello, how's it going? I'm doing very well Um, we're here, it's episode 4 We made it through the first three Uh, we have 9 subscribers Yep No one has apparently listened to a single episode From those subscribers, but, hey How many of those subscribers do you think are just the NSA? (laughs) I don't know, but okay It breaks it down in the, um, the feed burner feed To say where things are from And there's a section called, uh, Jakarta, uh, Uh, Like feed commons or something. And I guess it's some framework from the Philippines that nobody really knows exactly what it does. But I guess they subscribe to a bunch of podcasts all the time.
0: I guess. We got a bunch of them. Yep. So we're huge in the Philippines right now. Yeah. Well, we could say as a young podcast, that's a good start. Yeah, I think so. somewhere. Definitely. Um, I think the general theme for this podcast was going to be talking about, speaking of young things, speaking yes. about what the internet was like when a, we were young. It's an incredible segue. That segue is seamless. Man. Uh, you <laughs> think this was my fifth podcast, but yeah. the quality of that segue. <laughs> Don't go off
1: a cliff like the, the guy who owned Segway. Yeah. <clears> That's <throat> yeah, a really good joke. I really,
0: <laughs> really nailed that one. Off to a great start. Yep. So the uh, the general theme of this uh, podcast, as for your suggestion earlier, was we were going to talk about the way the internet was when we were young. And some of the things we did on there uh, as young children, uh, or young men. Yes. That's not well, working. we were children. Yeah, I guess children, yeah. Yeah. So what was your first your first recollection of being on the internet? Um, well, I remember we came home
1: from school one day. We, we had had a computer for quite some time, um, and we were, my sisters and I were in the washroom brushing our teeth, I think, or we were washing our hands or something, but my mom came up behind us and held up the AOL 500 free hours floppy disk in the mirror, and we were so excited that we were getting on the internet. Uh, And then we got it installed, and we had our little modem, and we... uh, an external modem, which is something that I don't think, you know, younger people know that you used to have to... How fast
0: was your first modem? 14.4. Yeah. Yeah, we
1: we were 14.4 kilobods per second. Uh, And then uh, we we were able to get up to twenty eight eight, I think, and then I remember vividly going to Staples with my mom to buy a V ninety modem. Wow. Yeah, but I don't think we ever got up to
0: that speed until we got you know fast internet. My first uh, modem was a twenty eight eight. We were kind of later adopters. Right. I can't remember my first time. My first time being online must have been at school. But the first time I remember I had a computer was when um, my uncle Roman came over with my aunt Irene. They install our 386 uh, with a Hewlett-Packard DeskJet 500 printer, which to this day I think my mom still has in her basement. It's a beaut. And the first thing they did was just print off how to speak Klingon, the entire (laughs) manual, and how to learn that language. Well, I mean, it's very important. It's something that you have to learn. Yeah. Um, So that's my first recollection with our our home computer. But I remember vaguely, we didn't have, I think there was AOL in Toronto, but we didn't use that. We used... um, Bell, like Bell had a service. Okay, but early on, I think all we used it for was going on like what the equivalent of MSN is now, like a news landing site. Right. Um, I don't really remember what if we had any inkling of what kind of impact it was going to have. Yeah, I remember. You know, you mentioned that you first
1: uh, saw it at school, and I mean that's the same for me. And it was, you know, you had a. It wasn't even part of computer class because we had computer class, but it was all teaching typing and and math circus and all this stuff uh but then there was a separate class where you left your normal class if you signed up for it and you would go into the library and there would be a teacher and a parent who would show you the internet yeah and it was there was one computer in the library that had internet access at the beginning i mean obviously later they all did but and it was just it was so exciting it's like oh my goodness we're getting on the internet and we're putting AOL keywords into the search and going to the, you know, the homework help or whatever. It was, uh... It... Yeah, you had no idea how big it would get in the future and how different it would be.
0: Yeah, I think, like, we... I don't remember ever being excited about it. Like, it's interesting that you and your sisters got really excited. Well... I don't recall... Like, I don't remember that being a thing. I remember... I guess because everyone else already had it. Like, we were kind of late at Doctor's. Room. We had one of those antennas in our house that rotated on a dial until, like, yeah. the mid-90s. So we didn't really... Jump on technological bandwagon. Those are, those are back, baby. I got an um, antenna in my attic. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I remember when we got it at home, I was excited, but it was mainly because everyone else had it and I wanted to communicate with everybody else. Right. But early on, so it was, there was the school stuff, so we had like Incarta and there was the Incarta Online Edition, which yes. was, was terrible. Yeah. I was terrible about it. But, um, but then once we all started to co opt it for our own stupidity, then it got really fun. So like making Hotmail accounts, as soon as that came out. Yes. Well, um, okay. Excellent jumping-off point here. What was your first Hotmail account? i you not sure know what my first one was, but my main one through most of middle school was Drflava69 at Hotmail. Wow, D R F L A V A at Hotmail.com. So 69 Hotmail. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's you need uh, it. Yeah, it goes, um, yeah, it goes what saying So
1: mine has a bit of a story behind it. Uh, we had in grade six, I think it was. Um, my teacher had a little desk calendar where you ripped off the individual pages, and on each, on each page was a Jeopardy! question. And he would ask the class every day the Jeopardy! question, and if you got it right, you would get a little piece of chocolate. Which, not only you fed into my constant need for attention, uh, and total nerd, uh, you know, know-it-all... Things, but also help with my eating habits. Your day, in the your diabetes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, my <laughs> crippling diabetes. I'm losing. My foot's going uh, yep. bye-bye next week. But yep. um, and one of the ans- one of the questions was about Prince Charles. Apparently, and I answered. I don't remember this, but all of my friends who have known since elementary school make a point of telling me about this pretty much every time I see them. I answered in the worst British accent and said Prince Charles. So I hated that. They started calling me Prince Charles, yeah. so then I hated the nickname. I'm gonna start calling you Prince Charles. Oh man. yeah, this is like this is a minefield that I'm yeah. doing this right now. But um, so I tried to roll with it, like oh yeah, I'm real cool with this. So my first AOL, or not AOL, my first Hotmail account was Princey13 at Hotmail.com, mm-hmm. and that stuck with me until probably early high school, and then I finally got like my name.
0: Yeah. But man, princey thirteen that's uh yeah, I got my name in high school as well, and, and I never still have it. I still have that account, yeah, years later, so i'm good, good good job past Matt yeah, exactly, had a dropping the doctor flavor early oh in the high man group. that's that's yeah
1: the 60, 69 and four twenty are I think every possible combination of letters with those numbers at the end, yep has been taken, I assume so, mostly by me, yeah, <laughs> you and a couple thirteen year old boys, yep,
0: yeah. Yeah, so that, like hotmail accounts were a big thing and then the next big thing I remember going on was the, the chat rooms on I think it was Yahoo chat. Yes. And all my buddies and I would all go in there and just troll like crazy. Which I assume like everyone was trying to hook up in those. Everyone's asking, you know, age, sex, location. Yes. I would imagine that all those Is kinds that of what acronyms. That stands for? Yeah. I'd imagine most of those acronyms and stuff were just, just a treasure troll tro- tro- for pedophiles. Like I can't imagine there were that many young people interested in meeting each other. Yeah. It would to be old, creepy people in there. I think
1: at that time it might have just been all young people. Like, Maybe, there was yeah. not
0: a single adult on the internet at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. Maybe
1: that's true. Just all children. Um, yeah, I... I uh, there was... There was a website called Cybertown, I think it was called. And it was like... We, we touched on this in the first episode. It was like a second life. Yeah. But it was a chat room, but you had a virtual avatar... And you would walk around in this cyber city, but it was very small, a small area. And uh, my parents bought, they used to make, like, uh, phone books, but with internet addresses in it. And it would have descriptions of what the website were. So, you know, I would pour through that thing to try and find cool things to go on the web. Because, you know, search engines were terrible back then. Uh, Unless somebody had documented it, you would never figure out how to get to you Know the Sonic the Hedgehog fan page, mm-hmm. but
0: that was in there and it sounded so cool. But we were still on 14.4 dial up. I just so, thought neither one of us even remotely react to the Sonic the Hedgehog fan page as being a thing that we both logically look for. As well, you, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to go fast. One
1: yeah. and but so <laughs> I wanted so badly to go to this website, and I remember we uh, we had our computer in the den, and I remember clicking enter to go to the website, getting up and leaving for an hour just to go do things and then coming back and the page had just finished loading. Yeah. And I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk around because it was so slow. But I was, I at that moment, I thought, yes, this is the future. We're all going to be... We're all going to dial into the internet and have our little virtual avatars walking around. I should have invested.
0: There you go. Yeah, I could have been a millionaire right now. <laughs> yeah, so we had those... I don't remember anything like that, but I don't I do remember um so I remember going to chat rooms and then going into high school there was I can't remember the name of the site, it was racking my brain before this started to remember the name of the site, but it was kinda like a live journal type place. Okay. Which is another big thing that was going on in high school, oh, yeah. but not really with me, but there's another place but there's still pretty much people complaining about their lives, having going, having teen angst, mm-hmm. but also being able to put down what their favorite movies are and music. So similar to like a Facebook kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that was really big in the circles around my high school. So everyone was on there everyone would read each other's statuses and, oh, then, and then wonder what was going on. in that person's day that, Oh no, yeah, something really terrible's happened. Oh no. wait. Yeah. So that was a big thing. Um, live journal, another big thing. Um, and then ICQ, uh, messaging and then MSN kind of took over pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and then like what your name was on MSN was really indicative of your emotional state at that time. It was. how how much you wanted to portray how either cultured or hard you were by saying, I'm listening to Pearl Jam right now. Yeah. What do you You think of that? Better believe it. Take that, the
1: man. Yeah, I'm (laughs) listening to Grunge Rock. Yep. I'm wearing my flannel. Yeah, it was... uh... ICQ I really didn't jump on until the end and then at that point MSN came and everybody jumped on that. And now is there a messaging service that anyone did the people just text each other? Just Facebook, there? I guess. Snapchat. Facebook has that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Snapchat, yeah. Well, Facebook has messaging. I guess that's but true. But it's all goes to your phone. Which as an aside, it's something to do with our childhood. But I had to download a different app for my phone now, just for Facebook messages. So the Facebook app is one right and then if you message me it'll go it'll automatically open up a different app just to receive so they, a really crappy message. They took it out of the main app Yeah. Now? yeah oh yeah. no. It's, yeah, it's stupid. Anyway. It's well, cool. I'm
1: using a Blackberry Bold 9700 because oh, okay. my regular phone broke so I don't know if my Facebook even gets updates there to be go. honest. <laughs> um, yeah, it the, the internet was uh it was pretty much the Wild West back then and Uh, Website addresses that now direct to things that would make sense did not, you know, when anyone could buy uh, a website address and they, you know, big companies and stuff weren't jumping on the internet as quickly. Did you ever go to britneyspears.com before it was Britney Spears' website? That was a huge pornography website and we were in computer class in elementary school And one of my friends said, have you heard of this new singer, Britney Spears? And we were in computer class and we started talking about it. And he said, oh, let's see if she has a website and pulled it up. And then he got in quite a bit of trouble from the teacher because immediately, like, pop-ups would just fly
0: onto the screen. I I mean, pop-ups still happen, but I feel like... You're using a Mac. If you're on a PC, pop-ups happen every day. Yeah, this <laughs> you is live true. in the world that I live in. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I've had to clean your computers a few times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for what you saw. That's all right. Uh, um, isn't there whitehouse.com owned by someone other than the White House? Oh, really? Post, yeah. They post like, I remember back when George Bush was president, they would just post things just, like, just flaming the presidency oh, all the time. Because Because whitehouse.gov is, like, the official one, I think. Yes. So .com, and they, they refuse to sell. and just keeps... Kept posting stuff about David Axelrod, all these other people on there. I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: it. People who got in on it early, I'm sure, made a lot of money by buying things that they knew would be big. I remember uh, there's a web comic called Penny Arcade, which is like a huge like gaming comic. It's been running for many years. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm explaining this. I'm sure people know what Penny Arcade is, but um, for the longest time, I don't know if they even have it because I. I I used to go to pennyarcade.com thinking it would take me there, and it was some other guy's website. And you know you're in trouble when you have to put on your website, I am not, and yeah. then you say the name of the other site. But he wanted so badly for people to come. I think he, it was probably like actual Penny Arcade, so it was probably arcade machines that he was doing. But he was not the comics. It's the
0: dash between Penny and Arcade. But there must be a whole industry now where people go out and buy domain names that are like one letter off. Like, yeah. like, Goggle instead of Google or whatever. If you go if you type something in wrong, it takes you to some other crappy website, and it's just tons of banner ads and all kinds of garbage. Well, when we decided to to name this podcast,
1: I thought, let's see if USP.com exists. USP is a website where you can put in your tracking address for UPS. But it is not UPS. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, I'm assuming something shady is going on there, because it does not look like UPS, and it says, put in your tracking number here, and I'm sure it just... Starts a download On your computer But Yes So that's why We don't have USP.com But if you want to Go there And track your packages Feel free uh, Yeah, I, I yeah. Everyone head over There right now And
0: uh, put in your Package number um, Yes yeah, so We had We had That like, kind of Live journal Site that I was Referring to I also had All those Angel Fire Free websites Did you have one of those Like I made a whole Bunch of I never websites. had Angel Fire Because
1: The bad kid In our class Had an Angel Fire and when my I think I told my parents that he did so then I was forbidden to have an angel
0: fire website but some of those animated gifs are pretty suggestive like they the, were like the, the counter at the bottom that flame was on fire that was pretty pretty interesting. well a
1: picture on there that looked like a Japanese script until you turned your head sideways and then it was a swear word oh, so no. man he was real tough yep. in grade 6 yep. if you're out there <laughs> God. I'm gonna bleep just, that out. gonna <laughs> <to come> murder <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah, I never had Angel Fire. I never had GeoCities. I had Homestead.
0: Do you re- remember that? No, I remember GeoCities though. You mentioned it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I yeah, I had a Homestead website, but I hated a the the website addresses for them because they always had like, and I was too cheap to buy my own domain, so it was. I hated that. it was you know. Joke.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Oh shoot, I gotta bleep that out too. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that it was, you know, my So um there's a a nation in the South Pacific called Tuvalau, I believe it is. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that yep.
0: terribly. Sorry, president of Tuvalau. But
1: uh they offered free uh dot TK website addresses. So I had my website, I had a comics company called Fanboy Comics. And I used to draw my own little comics. And I had fanboy-comics.tk. Hmm. And uh, originally it was just, it took you right to the site. But then as years went on, obviously they wanted to try and monetize
0: it. So then I started doing pop-ups and then I just completely abandoned it. Yeah. But. I had a list in high school, like grade 9 and 10, I think especially. Not so much after. It was a list of things that were kind of my trademark. Yeah. You know, I like. That's how I was defining myself. Right. In the cesspool that is, you know, adolescent pre-adolescent men. Mm-hmm. So ever just being a list of things that you know, identified me is different from everybody else because I'm a unique snowflake. You totally are. And I would love to go back and find that list now and just hate myself while I read it. But I can't. I don't know how you go about finding that site. I don't yeah. know what the URL was or anything. But
1: yeah, I mean, like, there's there's archive.org which. Uh, if you remember the website address, it keeps yeah, archived like the for way back machine the wayback like machine, that, yeah. yeah, but um a lot of times, if it's on you know those kind of sites uh like a GeoCities or an angel fire they're gone they're yeah, gone forever probably, they just yeah. they just
0: purged the servers completely so yeah. it's it's tough to go back and find that stuff sites sites weren't a big trend with us when we were when I was a kid, like it was not, but uh wasn't the, everyone didn't have to have one, I just had one because I was a loser I yeah, it was fun to play with it. That's where my, I think, HTML skills topped out, was right around then, grade 9 on Angel Fire. Yeah. But uh, one thing that got really big at our school, or my high school, especially in grade again, 9, 10, maybe 11, was, like, forums, Um, similar to Reddit, but a little different, like, in terms of how the comments work, but specifically about our high school. Oh, really? And, like, huge, like, flame wars turn into real fights all the time. Really? Because people had screen names, but then they'd figure out who wrote it, and people would, like, talk smack about each other. Wow. And it was, like, it, it burned brightly, and then it, it burned out pretty quickly. Yeah. But that was, like, a really intense, like, two or three years in our school. Jeez, yeah. No, we never had anything like that
1: uh, in my little sheltered area of the world. Yeah. You're, you grew up in a big city. Yeah. Uh But, you know, I I used to post on forums and stuff. There's a There's a website that makes fonts. Look like comic book fonts, mm-hmm. uh, and they had a forum, and I posted there a lot when I was younger. Uh, but it was mostly just artists and stuff posting on there. But yeah, it's uh, forums really aren't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I remember at my last job, uh, they wanted to set up a forum so that people could talk about it, and this was you know Facebook and Twitter already existed and had existed for many years and they wanted to set up a forum i said why would you want to do that you know it's no one no one is going to go on there a and b if they do all they're going to do is flame you and troll you the whole like it's, yeah. it's just going to be a mess so i fought that tooth and nail my entire time there the two things that they wanted so badly that i refused to let them do is a create a forum and b uh put a pop-up on the website Uh, thanking people for coming to the website so why
0: immediately people are going to close your page if you put a pop-up on there so i think forums are still pretty big in some niche areas if you look up like like automotive stuff or like mixed martial arts there's uh the mma underground is really really popular right i think what's happening more so though is uh, like reddit is taking over everything so i think reddit is the largest Game of Thrones uh, forum now. Really? And they have other ones that existed, but now they're all just on Reddit because if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you're also a UFC fan like I am, they're both in the same place. So exactly. Then they, uh, yeah, so I think... Because if you go to the comments, most of those pages, that's where like all the discussion goes. I think that's kind of taken over now. But I think yeah. the standoff, one-off forums are pretty much dead. Yeah. Or I mean,
1: Yeah, I mean, like you're right. They do exist in some areas. I mean, anytime I have a problem with my computer, it's always some weird forum for, you know... Windows 7 or something yeah. that has the answer there, but it's usually, hey, how do I fix this? And then six months later, the person's saying, fixed it, thanks, but <laughs> not explaining what they yeah. did. Yeah, pretty much. But, um, okay, this is this is semi-related, but do you remember how crappy computer stores were when you, you know, say 10,
0: 15 years ago? Yeah. Well, sadly, 10 years ago, I started university. That's how old I am. Oh, boy. And I ordered my computer from Dell, and so that existed already pretty, yes. pretty... But, like, five years before that, you said 15 years, it's the shadiest, like, the back of a TV store. Yeah. Just just, lots of wire racks. You just know nothing about what's going on. So, like, the guys, I'm sure, just gave me the crappiest components. Yeah. I have no idea what's... Even now, I wouldn't know what to do, how to build a computer. Yeah.
1: Like, I remember uh, the future shop in this city uh, has changed locations, and it's much nicer now, but its original location was sort of in the uh, industrial area of town and it was b- badly lit, and everything was on wire racks, and all the boxes were damaged and sort of falling people off shelves. There were a trench coat. <laughs> and they'd have, you know, like... Not barrels, but the equivalent just on the ground, just filled with floppy disks that you could go in and go through. It was That's just... Weird. Yeah, just... just to, it. You know, it was not a pleasant place to be. For the wave of the future, you know, it was yeah. not welcoming at all. I think once people... Realized that maybe you know, there was money in this, and started making it an enjoyable experience. That's when it really started taking
0: off. I think also things were going so fast. I remember I had a, we had a new computer; it was maybe a two or three years old, which is not new, but you know what I mean. Right. We went out and bought a video game. It was the South Park Mario Kart game, I guess. It was some. It was Mario Kart, but it was something like that. Something right. Like a racing game, and my computer couldn't play it, so we had to bring it back to Future Shop, and uh, we had to convince them to take it back because I'd opened it up, which maybe I burned it. I Right. And I ended up getting another game that didn't work, uh, Command & Conquer, by the way, which is the best game, oh, game ever. Oh, 100%. Uh, it was a whole deluxe pack. But anyway, but like, within like a year of buying a computer, two years, um, your games weren't going to work anymore. Like you, couldn't, you could go buy computer games that wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. I assume that at the highest end of computer gaming now, it's probably still the same way. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, what was it? Far-, Far Cry was the name of the game when that first came out. Uh, you really need a super powerful computer yeah. for that. But I feel like most... There's not a huge push for super great graphics as there was in the past. Yeah, I think it's at the point where it's passable. Uh, you know, obviously for the super high end PC people, they want you know the the best quality textures and stuff. But I think uh, primarily there's not a huge push to constantly improve
0: the graphics on everything. So I think there's, the life of a computer is much better now. I also just think there's so much faster so I think when I, I remember buying Photoshop for my laptop and I could barely run it yeah um, but for the most part now you can walk into the store and pick up any product you want and take it home and install it and you're not going to worry about it yeah it exactly it wasn't the case before it was like a minefield before oh gee, yeah, yeah. installing
1: things through DOS was
0: yeah. oh, awful yeah. and then
1: you couldn't find your sound card or you didn't know what sound card you had uh, you didn't know whether you were VGA or Super VGA or no. EVGA or oh god. So, what are some of the
0: first uh, first games you played on your computer? Uh,
1: the first games I played on my computer. That's a good. Well, I mean, we had. Uh, they used to sell demo discs. I forget the name of the company, but the discs always had the same logo on them. Uh, at the grocery store, you could buy mm-hmm. it, and my mom came home with a game where you could make really crude wireframe three D models of things but it really only allowed you to make three shapes and then you had to buy the full version so i had a lot of cylinders that i drew yeah but uh first real game was hugo three hugo three yes nice. so hugo's uh hugo's house of horrors but it was he was in the jungle uh that's the third Ju-
0: one i thought it was the second one
1: no the the third the third one is the jungle yeah, um the, I had that too. Yeah, the first Hugo's in the house, the second Hugo I can't remember, but I the third know. one is in the jungle. And the demo seemed like the full game until it got to the point where you had to shoot an elephant to stop a river so you could cross it. Because there were piranhas in the river and you had to kill the piranhas to get across. Yeah. But the, it was really clever what they did looking back is they made the elephant go so fast that it would be impossible to type shoot elephant in the amount of time that it was on screen. But, you know, I thought as a child I just was not able to type fast enough. So I thought, oh, in a few years I'll come back to this. I'll, ha- I'll be typing faster and I'll be able to do it. And then, you know, a few years ago on some old apps, Game Archive or something, I found Hugo 3 and played the full version and it goes way slower. So it gives you plenty of time to shoot that elephant. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was the first one I remember going with my mom to Staples again, and bought Windows or not Windows. Uh, bought NHL '98, and Myst. Those were two that I played it's constantly. Myst. Myst is a first-person. Oh, like M
0: Y S T. That one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That. I
1: yeah that it was why. like a first-person puzzle game, mm. but. Uh, it was, everything was sort of pre-rendered. So you were, you were in these environments and it looked 3D, but you weren't really interacting with it. It was sort of like the Resident Evil games where they had pre-rendered backgrounds and you just sort of moved around in it. So it looked beautiful. It it blew everything else out of the water, but it was essentially just you looking forward, clicking on things and -hmm. trying to figure out puzzles. I have, I beat the game later, but only with a walkthrough. The thing is impossible.
0: Yeah, my my first game was Hugo's House of Horrors that I recall. You know, that yeah. was a pretty good game. I also had some other game that was uh, it was kind of like a flight simulator. Okay, but. I mean you were just flying a geometric shape over geometric shapes hey. and then aliens were like a triangle that came out okay in the sky and they shot like just dots towards you okay so like a magical like wireframe world like yeah but it was pretty good like you had the sensation of flying when you did it yeah which i mean now i'm sure if i play it, would be terrible but like you still you could do barrel rolls you kind of there was a horizon so you kind of got what was going on neat but um yeah hugo's was the first and i i remember passing it only with a walkthrough man maybe my uncle may have gotten it for me online they like printed off all the instructions. But at that point, you're just typing instructions into a game. Pretty That much. game would last one second now, a game like that, where it's oh, just yeah. go online, get all on the end. Well, done. Yeah, done. yeah. you didn't have to buy a strategy guide to figure yeah, out how to finished. beat it, or call the LucasArts
1: helpline. Yeah. That's uh, one of my favorite games growing up was the Monkey Island series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a dedicated phone number that you could call to get tips. And... Because uh, I mean, they were... they they were their point Point-and-click adventure games were great, and I love them, but they the puzzles were often made in such a way that you essentially just had to keep throwing things at the game until it worked. Like, a lot of times, puzzles didn't really make sense. Yeah. You know, why would you ever do this thing to advance the game? Uh, the good thing about LucasArts adventure games is you couldn't die in them, uh, which was great because you could just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, or you couldn't advance in the game past a point where you were supposed to pick something up. Uh, Sierra also was a big name in point and click adventure games and in those you could A. die and B. forget to pick something up progress in the game to the point where you can't go back and then
0: you would be unable to, and you'd have to start over yeah. so it was just it was punishingly difficult <laughs> Well, another game I got this is a bit later I think this is like Windows 95 era Okay, 90, that wasn't 3.1 anymore it was a bit later remember my my, my uncle a different uncle I keep talking about my uncles here this is, they're, they're different people but no one would know that right for my birthday, they got me, like, an educational game. A couple educational games. One was called The Incredible Machine. I have oh, heard of this. Yes, I've heard yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you make... What are those things? Rube's, Rube's Goldberg Rube, machine? Uh, Rube Goldberg Rube, machine, yeah. yeah. Basically, you make that all day, and it's the best thing ever. Yes. Uh, so that's fun in and of itself. But the other one they got me was, like, a spelling game where you, you put in your spelling words for the week, and then it would make a whole series of games, like word searches and other kinds of uh, games. Really? Which, I loved it. Like, I actually loved it, and I... Was totally fooled as a child that I was learning things. Yeah, so it worked very well to they got yeah, you. Got me, yeah, tricked you into learning. Yeah, that's how I learned that how you spelled because that a u always bothered me. Really, it drove me crazy. But uh, thanks to that game, well, I, I mean, figured it out. it's it, I'm glad you learned it. I'm glad you have that in your arsenal of
1: words now in your lexicon, if you will. And uh, I think that just about wraps up our episode four talking about the origins of the internet as we remember them,
0: <laughs> as we remember them. <laughs> in, <laughs> m- middle class suburban Canada <laughs> yes
1: uh, yeah we didn't even touch on pornography and uh, but just assume that it was out there but yeah. it was
0: much more difficult to um, get maybe to maybe that's what you did when you were now. well I mean my friend
1: next door used to look at that stuff and uh, it was never me so that's all you need to know all right well thanks Joe all right thanks a lot bye
0: Thank you for your patronage. We will see you next week.
1: Hey!